You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> All right, what up? What's going on? Episode 33 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Coming to you live on a Monday night. Just uh, Giants and Steelers wrapped up week one Monday night football matchup. Um, If you watched, obviously, Steelers won 26-16. We'll talk all about that. Um, You know, defense, offense, what I liked, what I didn't. Just to give you an immediate reaction because um, that's what this episode's all about. It's the first immediate reaction of the year. We're going to have 16 of them, one for each game, hopefully, if things work out. Um, and um, it'll be, you know, shorter episode than usual, but that's because it's an immediate reaction. I'm not talking about a bunch of different things, you know, a bunch of different topics. But anyway, getting back to uh, the game itself uh, in front of zero fans, obviously, at MetLife Stadium because of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Giants lost a... What was a little bit of a battle, I would say, in the first half, and then the Steelers kind of pulled away in the second half. 26-16, the Steelers emerged victoriously. And what scares me a little bit about what happened in the game was how the Giants' defense, or I thought the Giants' defense looked pretty good in that first half. Um, Seemed like they were getting pressure on Roethlisberger. Seemed like the coverage was coming together. And then in the second half, it seemed the Steelers sort of figured everything out. They figured the Giants' defense out. Um, Roethlisberger figured out how to, um, you know, defeat this defense through the air. And uh, everything worked out for the Steelers. That kind of scares me because as time progresses, as the weeks progress, and as the season progresses, you know, this this Giants' defense... Teams are going to get more and more film and more and more looks on what this Giants defense is truly about. And if, you know, if the Steelers were able to figure it out after a half, does that mean other teams are going to figure it out, you know, even more as the season progresses? You know, it looked as if this Giants defense was going to be an improved unit, and they were an improved unit, I thought, throughout the course of the majority of the game. But, you know, if, if, if teams are able to figure them out after half, I think that's going to be a major issue. You know, and there's some things I definitely liked. As I said, the pass rush was, um, you know, productive and effective in that first half. They definitely got to Roethlisberger. I thought, you know, they made they forced Roethlisberger to make some bad throws and make some mistakes in that first half. Um, specifically, you know, the uh, you know, Dexter Lawrence got in on a sack. So did Leonard Williams. Uh, Leonard Williams, I believe, already has more sacks this year than he did all of last year. Um, you know, I thought so. I thought that aspect of the game was good. I thought, you know, the signing, the acquisition of Blake Martinez in the offseason for on a three-year, thirty million, 
three-year deal worth around $30 million. I think that deal looks very good right now because he looked solid tonight. I mean, if there was a defensive MVP for the Giants tonight, it was Blake Martinez. He was always around the ball. He was always getting in on the tackle. I got to pull up the actual numbers here. But, um, yeah, I mean, Blake Martinez looked great tonight. I mean, he really looks like he's going to be a leader of this defense from the inside linebacker position. And as I said before, he's, he's an aggressive leader. He's always around the ball. Um, he'll always make some sort of play. And, um, yeah, I'm looking right here. Blake Martinez, yeah, led the team with eight total tackles. Led the team by... So he led the team with eight total tackles. Ballantine, Corey Ballantine came in second, who I didn't, who I didn't think played great tonight in coverage. Um... But Martinez is looking to be a really good signing. Um, obviously, obviously, there's just one game, but you know, he. I thought he played great tonight. Um, I thought the coverage was decent for the most part. Uh, more so in the first half than in the second half. You saw them start to pick on Corey Ballantine and start to pick on Corey Ballantine a little bit, like I just said before. Um, you know, James Bradbury, who they got in the offseason, who's their number one corner, got beat for a touchdown. Towards the end, got beat by uh, Juju Schuster. Isaac Yadam, who they traded for recently, got beat for a touchdown. Uh, Julian Love didn't have a great tackle on that one touchdown. So, on that one touchdown to Washington. So, the the play, the performance from the defensive backs. <clears throat> excuse me. The the performance from the defensive backs was, I would say, decent for the most part in the first half, and I think you know. Things started to turn, take a turn for the worst in the second half, but that was just you know the story of the defense as a whole. Um, and uh, you know they couldn't contain Benny Snell. Benny Snell had 113 yards and 19 carries. This opened it up for Ben to throw the ball. Roethlisberger had 229 yards, three touchdowns. Um, and yeah, I, I mean if like I said before, the Steelers figured out this defense after one half. So that kind of scares me. Now, other team, other teams, as you know, more film and more looks, um, you know, come about. Are other teams going to start to figure out this Giants defense even more? You know, that 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 scares me a little. But um, I thought the defense as a whole looked improved from last year. But they just they still have a lot of things to figure out, and they don't have. Here's the thing, they don't have this team doesn't have a lot of great players. They just don't. They don't have a lot of stars. You know, they have good players. They have players who could be productive here and there. But they just don't have stars. You know, they need playmakers. Legitimate, consistent playmakers. They need more of them. So I just I just don't think this team has a lot of great, you know, full, you know, they don't have stars. They just, you know, so Barkley's a star, but even him tonight. And we'll get to the offense in a second. Even he struggled tonight. You know, Evan Engram was always supposed to be a star. He, what is, you know, he's not coming to fruition still. And I guess I'll use that to segue to the offense. You know, I, I didn't think Jones was anywhere near awful, but he wasn't anywhere near perfect either. You know, the the connection he has with Darius Slayton is still alive and well. They had the 41-yard touchdown pass on the second quarter, and then they had the 7-yard slant route in the end zone for the second touchdown connection of the night in the fourth quarter. Um, so this connection with Slayton is still alive and well. But so are the mistakes that Jones makes. Those are also still very much alive and well. 
You know, the two interceptions. Uh, the first one was, I don't think was that bad of a play, but the first one to TJ Watt, I didn't think that was very much that bad of a play. It was more so, a, it was an ath- extremely athletic play by TJ Watt. I mean, he kind of just jumped up right, right, you know, cut off the passing lane and was able to land down, with, come down with the ball. But the second one was awful. I mean, Jones can't, he's either just got to take the sack there or at least try to get some sort of yardage running the ball. He can't try to make that throw right there, even if he's just trying to throw it away. You know, Bud Dupree's body is right there on his arm. You know, he doesn't have the time to reach that arm back and get rid of it, whether he's trying to throw to someone in the end zone or throw it away. He's just got to take the sack or at least get some, or, you know, gain some yards with his legs. But he didn't, and he tried to throw the ball, and obviously he got knocked up in the air and was up there for what seemed like 30 seconds, and then there were four or five Steelers right there, so it was obvious it was going to come. someone was going to come down with it, and Cameron Hayward came down with it. So that's a mis- that that's but that's a you know a mistake Jones needs to improve on. That is what the fan base was talking about last year. That's what everyone was talking about last year. The turnovers and the mistakes and Jones had two of those tonight. You know, even if the first interception wasn't entirely, you know, a bad play by him, it's still an interception. It's still a turnover. You know, it's this is what we were all talking about is that the turnover issue needs to be improved. And tonight there were two more turnovers. So that's, you know, that's a negative. It's not ideal. Okay. And the second one was, you know, a horrible mistake driving down the field too. Cameron Hayward picked it off in the end zone. It was a 19 play drive, long 19 play drive, good drive, went down the field. Um, you know, it looks like they could punch it in, get points on the board and instead Steelers ball. Zero points for the Giants to show for that long 19-play drive. So, but, you know, he didn't have much. He didn't, Jones didn't have a lot of assistance, though. He didn't get a lot of help. You know, I didn't think the O-line was fantastic. You know, Cam Fleming and Nick and Nick Gates weren't great. Um, O-line allowed three sacks, and it didn't really open up many holes for Barkley. Saquon had, what, six yards? 15 carries? You know, it's that's that's atrocious. And eight of those carries were for losses. So, and I think someone wrote that he was, he was hit either behind the line or at the line on 11 of his 15 carries, which is a career high for him. So, you know, that's that also goes to show how bad the, you know, offensive line was. Uh... Evan Engram was bad. I mean, let's call it like it is. Evan Engram wasn't great. He couldn't block. He dropped the pass early. The pass interference call. Um, you know, the defense wasn't great, as I said, in the second half, which isn't which isn't ideal for a quarterback trying to win a game for his team. And, um, you know, it just felt like a lot. You know, there were some plays that it just felt like it, it took a long time to develop. I feel like that was an issue. You know, that played a role in Barkley not having a great game at all was that there there were too many plays that just looked like it took too long to develop. And the Steelers defenders were already in the backfield by the time Barkley got the ball. You know that the offensive line plays a role in that. You know, plays taking too long to develop takes a role in that. You know, it, it's it, it all comes together to form, you know, a bad play or a bad couple of plays as it was tonight. But, you know, I guess my point is that Jones wasn't perfect, but he didn't have all of his, you know, assistance either. And, you know, Golden Tate didn't play. So now we have to wait, 
even more time to see what Jones will be able to do with, you know, Barkley, Tate, Slayton, Shepard, Engram, all healthy and, you know, on the field with him. It's yet to happen. Um, Jones is yet to start a game with all those guys that I just mentioned healthy and on the field. So, I think, but I thought, you know, I thought Jones, he played well, but he wasn't perfect. He wasn't awful. I thought he played good. Um, you know, he could have been better, but he could have been much worse. Uh, I think if he just figures out the mistakes and figure, figures out the turnover issues, he could be fantastic. If he has his entire supporting cast come together, he could be fantastic. But, you know, that's that's something that they need to, you know, figure out ahead of week two. Um, hopefully Tate is back. Hopefully Tate's healthy. He's been dealing with a hamstring injury. That's why, that's why he didn't play tonight. And, uh, you know, it's they got to... They got. They they still have a lot to figure out. This team. It's a young team. You know. I'd stay patient. It's remember. It's the first game after a lost off season, a canceled preseason. You know, so many different things happening, and so many different things not happening because of this pandemic. You know, this team hasn't played against another NFL organization since December 29th of 2019. You know, it's and a, and a new coaching staff. You know, Joe Judge, a new head coach. You know, this, it, I would be patient. Okay, there are some good things about tonight. You know, there's a lot of bad things about tonight as well, but there were some good things. You know, I wouldn't completely, you know, write off this team. Um, I wouldn't write this team off. You know, it's just there's. I would remain patient. Um, I noticed J- Jones looks bigger. That's that's for sure. Jones definitely looks bigger. Um, you could notice. I know. I forget how. I think it was ten pounds, maybe, of muscle he put on, um, or something like that. I could be wrong. I gotta look that up. But he he put on, you know, muscle during the off season, and he's he's bigger. It's noticeable. Um, but he can move. Um, he's he's not, you know, a statue. He's not, you know, just because he got bigger doesn't mean he's not as mobile. You know, he's, he can move. He can get out of the pocket. And he can run the ball. Um, he did a couple of times tonight. He had, I think, 22 yards rushing, including a great play in the third quarter where he escaped the rush, escaped the pocket, and ended up running for the first down. So he can he can run the ball. And, uh, you know, when he's able to step up in the pocket, when he's able to step up in a clean pocket, he can make plays through the air. But, you know, that pocket has to be clean, and that's the issue with the offensive line is that there weren't, you know, a significant number of clean, significant number of plays in which a clean pocket you know, existed tonight. Um, but you know, it all, you know, it it all just it all needs to come together. This isn't a great team right now, as I said before. They don't have a lot of you know fantastic players. It's a young team. It's not a fully developed team. Um, and they're just they're not they're not great right now. But they're not a complete team whatsoever. A lot of stuff still needs to come together. Um, I thought there were some good things about tonight. I thought there were some not-so-good things. Um, obviously, the not-so-good category was a little bit wider than the good category, or else they would have won the game. Um, but, you know, 0-1 for the, I believe, the what? Fourth straight year? 0-1? Yeah. So, what are you going to do? On to Chicago. Um, Giants play Giants next game. They take on the Chicago Bears 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time this Sunday at Soldier Field in Chicago. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing, um, you know, Jones versus Trubisky. You know, that could be a head-to-head. You know, it'll be part two of Jones versus Trubisky as well. They played against each other last year. Uh, The 
Bears emerged victoriously, um, 19 to 14, I believe. Uh, so this is part two of Jones Trubisky. Maybe this could be a little bit, you know, this could be a small rivalry, quarterback rivalry, as the years goes on. You know, this is only Trubisky's uh, fourth year. Jones is second, so they're still very young. Um, but looking forward to that game. Looking forward to seeing how the Giants respond, not just in that game, but in practice this week leading up to it. You know, short week. Uh, they only have six six days between. You know this past game, tonight's game, and the next game. So it's a, it's a shorter week than usual, but let's see how they respond. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how they, you know, try to right the wrongs and bring it all together for this coming Sunday. But thank you so much for tuning in to my first immediate reaction of the year. Again, Giants lose 26-16 to in their opening, season opening game against the Steelers at MetLife Stadium. Um, please listen and subscribe. To, to the Wide Right Podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, wherever you get, all major platforms, wherever you can get your podcasts. Um, follow me on Twitter, at RyanHoneyESNY. That's at RyanHoneyESNY. I'll have a next episode, episode 34, will probably be recorded on Thursday of this week. Uh, going to go, you know, try to, going to preview the Giants, Bears, um, the upcoming Giants-Bears matchup, as well as talk about some news in and around the organization. But until then, um, thanks for listening. I'm out of here.